I've been to a few churches in my lifetime and I'll tell you none of them in this present day, none of them felt as hands on like back then. In the book of Matthew, chapter seven, to be exact, the first thing mentioned is judge not or you too will be judged. I'm going to speak to y'all from my heart. I felt outcast at church too. Although I follow dress code, sometimes I wear really bold red lipstick. And I can't, I can't forget to mention my boys. They're my accessories, so you know they're fly as well. I still get the side eyes. <laughs> Is it wrong that it offends me? The women of the church would rather formally introduce themselves to my 6 and 10-year-old than me. They, it, it's okay for them to introduce themselves, but let me say this. They would conduct an entire conversation with my 6 and 10-year-old, and, and they're just like... Oh, Okay. The only thing they ask me is, how old are they? What? You didn't want to ask them that? <laughs> I'm confused. But after their introduction, I proceed to formally introduce myself as Tiara, of course, followed by the mother of those two handsome boys. They complimented. My only question is, why? Why do you do this? Why do they do that? It gets even more awkward, though, when the pastor formally introduced himself to me and my boys. <laughs> I make it my business to keep it short because I already know the first lady is watching our interactions. But when they see him come over and it's like this happens at every single church except for one. When they see him come over, that's when they slightly swarm me, impeding me with questions. And my babies are like, Mom, can we go now? Like, And I'll be like, mm-hmm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I genuinely am not a fan of church like that anymore. I can remember me searching for help when I first needed it. And I'll be completely honest, it wasn't the church that got me where I am today. I just recently got back into church. Shouts out for, uh, no, shouts out to Clarkson First Baptist for always hosting really great service. Shouts out to them and thank you. Yes, you do have to wear a mask. Yes, you do have to, um, you do have to remain six feet apart because they're following protocol. But I mean, I thank them. I thank them for being genuine. And honestly, I go because I want to be surrounded by true worshipers of Christ and because I was always told to do so. Can I say that many that are truly in that church have lost their why? They lost why they decided to follow Christ anyway. Anyone that comes walking through those doors should be accepted no matter what. Because one, God didn't give us a spirit of fear of strangers. But power over them and any other trap the enemy try and place, place you know, on our path. Two, I know for sure when Jesus walked. Because I know it in my spirit. That's why I say I know for sure. But I know, I know when Jesus walked this earth, he accepted any, he accepted and healed. Let me add that. He accepted and healed anyone that called on his name 
that asked him for help, that came to him for help, because that's all God wanted. I don't understand how people can pray for world peace, but turn their backs on the suffering. I get that there's a limit, but not everyone, not everyone seeking help came to waste time. They probably ran out of options like I did and needed real attention. Not from a doctor because <laughs> doctors prescribe medication for literally every single thing. I can say, hey, there's a spot right here on my right hand. Um, Can you? Yeah, sure, baby. Don't even worry about it. I'll, I'll prescribe you something. What? How? When, <laughs> when did you even create medicine for this? I guess when we were scrolling on social media, right? It's sad. It seems like the more I read, the worse I feel around anyone pushing church membership. I'd be like, nah, I'm good if I'm honest. Why do we have to become a member? Is that to solidify our covenant with Christ or money in your pocket? Because I've never heard of membership fees. I've never heard of that in my entire life. I am totally confused when it comes to that. All I can see is there are millions who are silently suffering. Suff sorry, y'all, suffering because they don't they don't have the proper guidance. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it's a church fault. Because yes, if you want to do better, you will do better. You will find it in you. You will seek to do better. However, I am saying monetizing everything shouldn't be your first thought when you see a body or a new body walk into the into the church. I don't I'm just I'm not okay with that. I've seen more doors closed during this pandemic. And to be honest, I've always seen many churches in the deep urban areas closed. Why is that? When you stand on God's principles, all else will be added unto you. Every single one of us chosen to win this race are supposed to be one in Christ. So all of us are supposed to be working together. I don't understand why we have religions hating one another. I don't even understand why we have many different religions. I don't understand why we have so much hate within the church. But I know that there's lies, there's uh, lust, there's adultery, there's theft. There's so much judgment. Nobody's working together because you forgot your why. It's not a competition. If we can't rely on the church, then who can we rely on? I've read many times the wise is supposed to teach the young. So all of you great-haired men and women that listen to my podcast, thank you so much for listening. Because now we're getting back to the source. We're getting back to the original. And no, I don't know everything. Y'all... I don't even want to hear it after you hear this. <laughs> I do not know everything, but what I do know is that I am understanding the Bible and I am understanding what the Lord has been talking to me about. And a lot of people have lost their ways. Y'all are supposed to teach us. Y'all aren't supposed to be like, mm -mm, why she come up in here with that on? Mm -mm, honey, did you see the way she, did you see the way her boys were? Did you, why he, 
Why? Why are we doing that? That's adding to the suffrage in this world. If nobody feel like they can trust anybody, what is the next step? Your kingdom in heaven will not come to earth because of your unbelief, because of your selfishness. You only believe God for what you want, not his kingdom. And that's completely selfish. There are many homeless people. Have y'all seen California? I wish there was such a, a lot of things that I can do. And I'm working on it. And it's going to come to pass. But I... Have y'all seen Georgia? Have y'all seen these prices? One bedrooms now are starting at two grand. And that just that that just depends on where you are in in the United States. You have families losing a lot because bills are too high. Minds are deeply sunken because there is no real guidance anywhere. But if you open your doors, if you open your doors, you will contribute to what God truly wants from you. Your bills will get paid by Christ. I already know that because I can truly testify that I haven't been working for five months, y'all. And I have not worried about a bill. Yes, my savings is gone. I will tell you that. My savings is gone, but I have not had to worry about a bill. God is always on time. And he's still working on me he's still working he says step by step that's the same thing with you if you open your doors you will be contributing to what society needs just try it get back to your why have compassion and understand why it is you you even started following him anyway. Why is why why did you fall in love with Christ? I fell in love with him because I had nowhere else to go. And that was the only only thing that fulfilled my spirit. I can be alone when my children aren't here for a very long time at this point. And I can focus on everything it is that I need to focus on without feeling inadequate. And when I start to feel inadequate, when I, when I start to feel like, dang, I really wish... I not even wish I really pray I had someone to spend my time with. Man, I pray. And guess what he does? I ask him. I says, please send the Holy Ghost to comfort me. And I am back to myself, back to who he created me to be all over again. I don't call nobody else up to fill my time because it's boring. I'm. What are we going to do? Just sit there? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? All you stubborn children out there. You're only going to wake up when you disconnect yourselves from your worldly, from the worldly ways. I say this over and over again. Most of y'all are so pleased with drama. Most of y'all are so pleased with sex and different people day and night. Most of y'all are so dead internally, you can't even smell your own funk anymore. You have been dead for so long. You have been defiling yourself for so long you can't even smell it anymore you don't even know that you stink you smell rotten no matter how much perfume cologne weed or whatever your favorite fragrance is you stink 
whether it's your breath, your hair, your body, something about you just stink. And and you can't even smell it anymore because <laughs> you become immune to it. And what happens when you when you don't smell it anymore? You stop cleansing. Walking around like you don't stink. No, you do. Your soul is dying. Everything that you are working so hard to obtain to please others, what's happening to the things you already have? The iPhone, what do I have a 12? The iPhone 13 is coming out. What am I going to do with the 12 if I'm not trading it in? If it's already paid off and all that. Well, I actually got this phone for free. But what, what do you do with your old stuff? It's getting old, right? So why do you feel the need to keep replenishing it? The latest MacBook, the latest iPhone, the latest shoes, the latest clothes, the latest season uh, fads uh, in this season. I can tell you, I can. I had a Burberry jacket, and I'm, I still have it. I still love it. It doesn't matter how old it is. <laughs> I'm sure if a fashion designer saw me in that Burberry jacket, they would be like, "Baby, that was so so many seasons ago. Take it off and burn it." I won't because it's still like new to me. And I love that jacket. Can you not comprehend? It becomes a never-ending cycle. And then y'all glance over and see us, me and my kindred. Me and my kindred in Christ. An extremely vibrant, natural-faced, young-looking. And I'll just use my age. 30-year-old. You know, just smiling and grinning, happy about life because she and he have a reason to be happy about life. And y'all target us. Why do you target us? I didn't understand why you target us now, but now I know why. But although you target us, my father in heaven says it in Luke 17. I really urge y'all to go read Luke 17. If one trespass, you rebuke them. That's why I don't go tit for tat anymore. I used to. I used to fight, but I used to hate it. My only rule was, please do not get in my face. If you get in my face, you're disturbing my peace. You have a right. I have a right. I have a right. Although I used to get in trouble at home. <laughs> but I have a right to defend myself because I don't know what your next move is going to be. So, yes, I'm going to swing the first lick and keep going until I defeat you. But I don't do that anymore. He says to forgive. And he says that if your enemy come, if your adversary comes to come and ask you for forgiveness, he wants us to forgive it, too. No matter how many times they come and ask, they keep doing the same thing over and over. Rebuke them. Forgive. And then, but you leave them alone, of course. Leave them alone until they wake up. You can't change anybody. Only the Lord can. That's why he says, give, give them to me. But I never understood why y'all used to try to make us feel bad for who we are. But now I know it's because your soul is dead. 
I need you guys to understand you are who I am. I just chose to live. That's all. That's why your spirit immediately quickens when we step in a room, when me and my kindred step in a room. That's why y'all call us the oddballs. But you are too. You just chose to take a different path. Therefore, it leads you to jealousy. It leads you to rage. And it leads you to be extra. Instead of saying hi. All you can do is say hi. All you should do is just say, hey, how are you? You keep watching me. Have y'all ever have y'all ever felt somebody watching y'all, but you didn't want to let them know that they're watching? <laughs> that you know that they're watching you. So <laughs> so you like turn your you kind of adjust yourself, your seat or whatever, or your head, and you but you still feel and like kind of look over to see and they still watch you, but then they turn their head. We're attracted to one another, not sexually, not intimately, but we, um, we, we are attracted to one another because our spirits are familiar with one another. You are my kindred in Christ. So just say hi. Or if we say hey to you, don't be like, speaking to me, folks. Don't do that. More than half of y'all smile when somebody you think is so cool or so attractive um come and say hi to you i've witnessed that <laughs> i'm so thankful i'm so secure now because y'all used to have me balling some of y'all on here not everybody but the, the insecure me i would be hysterically crying like oh my god why don't they like me a lot of y'all women can 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 attest um we're so quick to say, I don't have female friends. That's not cute. You don't need to be around all the men either. It's only one or two things that's going to come out of that relationship. So we need to stick together. But I would never say that again. <laughs> oh my God, they don't like me. She don't like me. I know why you don't like me. Girl, please. Never again. <laughs> I remember when I used to go out, I would feel so insecure, y'all, because I did not wear makeup, nor did I wear tight, uh, skin-tight clothes. I did not. I came to dance. I came to dance like I was in a Janet Jackson video. <laughs> but when I, was, when I would walk in the club, my insecurity would kick in. I would see all of those beautiful women with the makeup and the, and the bad dresses on. And although that wasn't my style, I thought that they were just like, the prettiest women and girls. I was just like, y'all are so cool. My insecurity would kick in and I would go ahead and cling on to the bar and hang on to the bar and I would get my drinks, which would be like one or two drinks and never exceeded two because I cannot handle it. One was more than enough. <laughs> but I would be at the bar for a while until that drink kicked in and then that's when I would go out and be in the center of somebody's club. <laughs> I would always be the center of attention. And I'm just so thankful. I don't have to do that anymore. The alcohol doesn't have to encourage me to be who I truly am. I can do that without it because I'm I'm secure. I want y'all to get there too. I was still hated though, of course, but I didn't care. <laughs> because again, I am secure within myself internally. And yes, I'll still dance like I'm in a Janet Jackson video. <laughs> Just cut the music on. <laughs> 
it depends on who I'm around. If somebody is trying to look at me sexually, nah, I'm good. But if I know for sure that we like, we really out trying to have a good time, not a club. But if I know for sure we're at a function and we're we're having a, a great time, yes, I'm going to dance. I'm going to be myself. And I'm going to feel secure within myself. <laughs> I don't care who's looking. <laughs> but um, shouts out to all of the makeup artists and everyone who just watch YouTube to do that makeup. Y'all face be beat and it looks amazing. On my wedding day, I'll call one of y'all. <laughs> if I was to try to do my makeup, I would definitely look, I, my, my face would look like a clown's face. Oh my God. I'm so hungry. I don't know what to do. But anyway, you need to fellowship. Fellowship. Don't keep looking everybody up and down. Know that that's your, that's your kin. And know that you kept watching them for a reason. Go fellowship. When you do that, you start making a difference one by one. After you heal, you can now share your story and heal others. That's what true love is all about. That's exactly what God taught us through Christ. There are so many ways to handle affliction, but you cannot do it alone. You need to call on him. Not instantly calling me or instantly calling, you know, your grandma or your best friend or your cousins or whoever, your mentor, whatever you have to get a quick answer from them. You have to wait on the Lord when you don't hear anything. There is a song by Smokey Norfolk. He says, um... It's called I Understand. He says, one more day, one more step. And I am, God is saying, one more day, one more step. I am preparing you for myself. And he says, if you cannot hear my voice, please understand. I am the Lord. I see. I see it. And I think he said, I hear you. And yes, I understand. So he wants you to be quiet and he wants you to wait on him. Out of fear that you may make a wrong turn and get yourself back in the situation you just got just you know got out of you did so much work to get out of so fellowship each one teach one and 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 do what's right in your heart not your heart do what's right in your spirit I tell y'all all the time that inkling that you have within you if it's like uh uh don't don't take heed to yourself if it says yes yes take heed to yourself with god's confirmation by the way <laughs> if you need a fellowship partner of course you know you can hit me up my line is open i am um you can email me at the number four t everwoods at gmail.com i am also on telegram this light of mine Shouts out to all of my new listeners. Y'all are so dope. Thank you so much. And thank you so much again to my faithful listeners. It's not me that you're pleasing, but it is God you're listening to to um, and, and placing it into action to make a change. Not only for him, but for yourself, your family, and the world. So I love y'all dearly. Have a really good, good day, y'all. <laughs>